Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that Lionel Richie was looking for. <laughs> and still can't Hello. Find <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag just, just saying. saying. <laughs> I am Tara. I am Adam. <laughs> Sean's Coke name is Adam this week. <laughs> I will forget it multiple times. And it will be right here in front of her. It will. I don't look there. I have to look here and there. <laughs> hmm. That's my problem. <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, we actually, uh, you're you're enjoying this either on audio or video. We uh, post the audio up on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Stitcher. We post the video up on YouTube. We YouTube. have we have multiple YouTube videos. Be sure to like, we subscribe. Got 100, we got 139 videos. We got many, many videos. Many, 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 many videos. Many moon pies. Many videos. Some urban exploring videos, which you should check out if yes. you like that kind of thing. Mm. Even if you don't, you should check it out because you mm. might. Yeah. I think I got all the whoring out of the way. I think you did. I think I did. Okay. We'll whore again later. Let me let me tell you something. <laughs> Do tell. I'm sure we will whore again later. Do tell. The night is young. Yay! So, <laughs> the night is young and I am old. Boo! Precisely. So... Well, it's still light out. Look at that. This is something that I know Sean can identify with, and I don't know the demographic of the folks, you, you awesome people that are listening. I don't know your age bracket, I'd, and that's fine, um, but I'm going to tell you something that if you are approaching 40, or in the vicinity of, or, you know, even you, you'll be there someday, um... Yesterday, was it yesterday? Nope. That would it be was Thursday. the day prior to. So, Wednesday. See mm. that? When you get older, you don't even know what day it is anymore. <sighs> so, Wednesday, then I was... After that, you don't know where you are. I'm lucky I know my name. For now. <laughs> you don't even know That's mine. That's why I don't know your name. That's, you why, know I mine during the show. That's why I don't remember your name. I barely remember my own. Well, I'm going to start doing this now. I was tidying up around the house, and I had to... I I have broken my knee multiple times, and as a result of that, sometimes I have to pop it, okay? So I was walking around the house, I was cleaning, and all of a sudden I had to pop my knee. So I went, pow! And I popped it, and now I'm in a world of trouble. <laughs> trouble because or pain? It's not pain. It's definitely not pain, but it is troublesome, because I'll just... Now all of a sudden I'll be walking... And then my knee will be like, yes, three, I'm walking. <laughs> and then my knee will be like, yeah, I'm on strike. And then it will just, I'll get dead leg. It's happened for two days now. And uh, it's, it's a little bit better today. It didn't happen as often today. So that's what happens when you get a little bit older. You'll just pull your, your, your limbs and everything just become independent of an island unto themselves. And they're just like, yep, I'm on my own now. <laughs> now you actually, because of Saturday, are experiencing something similar. Yes? Old age, yes. <laughs> Old age, yes. <laughs> we were on a shoot. Um, shoot. A video shoot Saturday. Um, and we, um, for, for the aforementioned YouTube channel. And Sean went to go climb up 
on a like a loading platform. Yeah, like a little platform. On the back back side of a building. <laughs> <He's> still <laughs> <laughs> I had to climb like I'm twenty again. Yeah. Yeah, wait till you see that one. <laughs> I filmed it. It was awesome. But you got up there like a champ. That's uh, the thing. I was like oh. I didn't feel like one. <laughs> I was like, Oh, look at him go. Go, dude, go. Oh, I went. <laughs> you did. <laughs> And now, Apparently. ever since, my left knee has been tender or sore in, like, one spot. Oh, 10 to 11. <laughs> so that gotta, sucks. The, now when we do shoots, if we know we're going somewhere like that, <laughs> i got to bring knee pads. <laughs> I should put... I have some for, like, doing work around the house and stuff. Because I was going to redo my floor, and that ended up not happening yet. Uh, so I actually have some with, like, gel in it. I should find them and just keep them in the car. Yeah. Because they're just sitting somewhere, somewhere far away. <laughs> from a distance. Yes, from a distance. Yeah, what do you see that video of me trying to <laughs> climb like I'm 20 again? But, was, but no. I was struggling. Well, it didn't look like you were struggling, though. I felt it. <laughs> I'm glad it doesn't look the, as bad as it felt. No, no, it looked, it was very professional. You got up there, and I was like, go! Go, cat, go! <laughs> and you just, like a, like a little gazelle, you just leaped right up there. <laughs> After a little hesitation, like, oh, how do you do this again? <laughs> how do I do I haven't do climbed this? like this in 20 years. <laughs> but that's that. Um, oh, getting old socks. Uh, well, the alternative is worse, as they say. Yeah. Sometimes I might take it. <laughs> so, <laughs> quick story. I was debating all week if I was going to tell this story on the show or not. And I said, you know what? I have told such worse stories that this one is just, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, set day, set day night, I'm laying in bed. And it was like 1.30 in the morning, Right. So far, it doesn't so, sound bad. It does not sound bad. Now, Jay got up, go to the bathroom. Now, I'm a light sleeper, so when I heard him up and fiddling around, I kind of woke up. So, he comes back to bed, and he gets in bed, and all of a sudden, there's this loud bang. Because like, he's not quiet. Well, no, it actually had nothing to do with him. Huh. Well, not really. <laughs> so, what happened was, all right, I have an Ikea bed. Raise your hand if you've ever bought Ikea furniture, okay? I don't think they're really... I don't think Ikea furniture is, like, meant to withstand the world. <laughs> it's just... And I think Ikea is, like, for now furniture. Yeah. But I've had this Ikea bed. It's, it's a decent bed. It's a nice bed. I've had it for about five, six years now. Mm-hmm. And a brand new, uh, brand new really nice... Um, like a foamy type mattress. Mm-hmm. So now there are wood slats underneath the thing. So when I heard the bang, I assumed that the wood slats had either broken or they had slipped. Because that happens sometimes. The slats will slip out of the, the little tracking and then you got to lift everything up yep. and put the slats back. That used to happen to me. So the back corner, Jay's corner of the bed was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was tipped, right? So I'm like, I think the wood slat's broke. And he goes, yeah, I think so too. So I looked at him. I like roll up because I was, my back was to him. So I roll over and look at him. I was like, should we fix it? 
And he goes, he goes, I guess. So we get up out of the bed. We lift up the mattress. Oh, no, that wasn't the problem at all. What was it? What had occurred was, is the, the corner where the bed frame meets the, what do you call that? The baseboard? Not the baseboard, but the, the footboard. All right. The, the, the back of the bed had separated. So it was, now the, there are these wood dowels that are supposed to connect it. Mm-hmm. Right? So the wood dowels are still there. So I look at Jay and I said, oh, all we got to do is bang the dowels back in place. And he goes, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> we spent, we started this at, he got up at one thirty, so it happened shortly after that. We were up until about 3.30 trying to fix this bed. And then I looked at him and I said, I can't even think wow. anymore. I couldn't, my brain couldn't even process anything anymore. And we're both co- trying to come up. It was like, <laughs> you ever like watch those shows? Like, I don't know, like the Flintstones or something when they're like, oh, just do it this way. <laughs> and it goes horribly wrong. That's mm-hmm. every, that was my night. It was like, oh, let's tip the bed on the side. And then we'll, it, gravity will help. <laughs> And we'll just fix yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that didn't help at all. <laughs> so I'm now, I mean, we live in an age of technology, and it's great. So I went online. Now, apparently, this is something that actually... Actually? Actually happens to a lot of Ikea beds. So I went, fuck. Recall. <laughs> I know, right? So I'm like, okay, well, how do you fix it? So there's this you one know, video. No, no, no. There's this one video that says how to fix it, but like that involves going to like the hardware store and stuff. What hardware store? Three, three thirty in the morning. Yeah. So I look at Jay and I said, "This is how we can fix it." Cunningham we, Hardware. We obviously can't do it now. <laughs> and he goes, "Obviously." And he goes, "What do you want to do? Do you want to sleep on the sofa?" Now I have experience of trying to sleep on that sofa, um, from when. Before he got his CPAP machine and he would snore really badly, uh-huh. I would try to go out there and fall asleep and I couldn't. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't sleep on the sofa. I know I'm not going to be able to sleep. I said, why don't we take the mattress and put it in the living room and just sleep on the floor? And he goes, oh. Ooh, like the money pit. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, okay. Oh. That sounds good. Mm. So we do that. The dog now. So we put the mattress on the floor, and the dog's like, oh. For me? You got me a bed. (laughs) It's bigger than what's on the couch. Oh, yeah. She had a field day. She, like, jumps on the thing, and she throws her paws forward, and she's like. Mine. Yeah, and she's like. And she's running around the bed, and she's running all over. I'm like, Daisy, stop. So I look at Jay, and I said, we're going to have to get up early, because he has to work on Sunday. So I said, we're going to have to get up early. Go to uh, some shitty hardware store and get the things and then fix the bed. <laughs> and he's like, really? Do we have to get up early? We have to get up early. I need your help to fix it. So he's like, okay. Fine. Yeah. So we ended up getting up at 7. Oh. I know. Ready to go. On we were Sunday. We were at the store. When they opened, ran in and got it. Now, the way to fix it, apparently, is it with an L bracket. You take like a shelf, like a hanging shelf L bracket, and then just screw it into the corner, and it just keeps it together. Mm-hmm. The bitch of it is, is that because it's IKEA wood, it can split, mm. and then the screws will fall out. So, so far, screws knock, knock, fall out all the time. The world's an imperfect place, my friend. <laughs> so, knock knock, it's still working. Who there? It's still working. The bed is still holding up. So, 
th- I'd like to thank that YouTuber who posted up that video. <laughs> There's a video for everything out there. There is. My brother recently said that to my dad. Really? Yep. Wow. <laughs> was he was he looking for something? <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't in, around the conversation, so oh, I, okay. I didn't catch that part of it. I see. Is that all that it's? I think that's all that's happened. That and my knee. It's just been a crazy week. So, now we got the bitching out of the way. <laughs> now that we're done bitching. We are? Well, I kind of am. Um, okay. Real quick. Go. We're going to dive right in. Splash. Now I have... We, we're going to continue a little bit. Uh, last week we did major 80s stuff. We did uh, Misheard Lyrics. <clears throat> And, that was um, funny. and like weird music videos, you talk about weird music videos. Um, so that was episode 133. If you haven't heard that, please go check it out and like, and subscribe. And share. <laughs> I'm horn again. Can't stop. <laughs> now in America, America, fuck yeah. So but <laughs> before we get into the 80s stuff in America, I know we have people listening from all over the world Back uh, in America. and thank you. Thank you for listening. This America, uh, this America, this this next week coming up, America, is 4th of July. Ooh, so, day off. So I thought it would be fun. I know we get a day off. <laughs> so I thought we'd do a little, a little segment on America. Yay! America, this will be good or bad. I don't know. Fuck yeah! So, <laughs> here's, here's the beginning. Um... When I studied abroad in Italy, I found a pizzeria in Venice that advertised American-style pizza. Turned out it was pizza that was covered in French fries. What funny ideas have you seen about America from other countries? And P.S. Fuck yes, it was delicious. <laughs> so, here's, uh, here's what they think of American food in other countries. Big portions! <laughs> Big portions! <laughs> We're hungry! Yeah, we gotta eat, mother... <laughs> we are hungry people! <gasps> Japan thinks Americans put corn on everything. Europe assumes no. we put we put fries on our sandwiches. And Australians uh, weighing in would just like to point out how inauthentic Outback Steakhouses are. <laughs> 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 okay. I was an exchange student in Japan. Someone told my host family that America kids drink tons of milk. When I arrived at their house, they showed me their fridge filled with snow brand milk. They also brought me yogurt and ice cream to make me feel at home. It was very sweet, but I am lactose intolerant. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you could have said something, or they could have asked for us. Yeah, they should have asked for us. Yeah. One of my favorite things I saw while traveling was at a zoo in Denmark, and the nocturnal house they had the animals set up in their natural habitats. We strolled past the possums, and their habitat was a trailer park with an overturned trash can. (laughs) Well, that's not food, but that is accurate. Yes. In China, I ordered a sundae. <laughs> On top was a tomato instead of a cherry. Gross. <laughs> that is hugely gross. Yes. That is nasty. I went to a restaurant in Moscow called the American Bar and Grill. There was a bearskin in the doorway. The whole place was decorated like a 1980s saloon. I'm sorry, 1800s saloon. That's way wrong. All the waiters were dressed as cowboys and said howdy, partners, in thick Russian accents. Yeah. Is cowboy. Is good, eh? <laughs> is welcome. Please to sit. <laughs> is cheeseburger? Yum. <laughs> is good. <laughs> I don't have a good Russian accent. I'm sorry. 
My brother and dad went on a high school summer trip to Spain and France. I believe they were in oui, France. Oui, oui. Oui, oui. They were eating dinner, and the owners knew they were American, so they put slices of American cheese on top of everyone's salad. It was just square slices of cheese. My dad asked why they did it, and they responded with, We know how you Americans love your cheese. We sure do. Well, that's accurate. Especially Wisconsin. We do love cheese. We're not, we don't fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> I always get extra cheese on whatever I get cheese on. In one restaurant in Italy, I ordered American champagne. It was Coke. I, appro- <laughs> I approve. <laughs> well, so do I. In Haiti, they call ketchup American sauce. <laughs> Folks, that is just good. Okay, American sauce. Heinz. That is so much more interesting than just saying ketchup. <laughs> Can I have a bottle of American sauce, please? <laughs> Put the American sauce on the table. You probably make bottles that say that. I hope so. Pour it out of the regular bottle. Oh, God, I hope so. (laughs) I stayed with a friend in Italy for a summer. His mom wanted me to feel at home, so she bought what she thought were traditional American foods. She came back from the grocery store with ketchup, chips ahoy, and Coke. She expected (laughs) me to put ketchup on every single meal. Gross. And seemed disappointed when I told her that chocolate chip cookies are not, in fact, breakfast food. I think that depends on what time you wake up. <laughs> I was going to say that would be breakfast food for like a high school student. I think you can have Chips Ahoy whenever you damn well feel like it. Exactly. Live a little. Eat the Chips Ahoy now, Sorry, Je- Jeff. Have it whenever you want, like an Oreo. In Vietnam, some places have American fried rice. Where? Oh, this should be delicious. Where? Huh? Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam! You made everybody deaf. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vietnam! <laughs> oh my god! Look at what you're doing! I know. <laughs> um, I don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's made with eggs, hot dogs, spam, ham, and ketchup. Stuff posing as meat. Uh, it is added to fried... Uh, I'm sorry... I'm sorry. Fried, I'm I sorry. Said, I never had that. I have to start over because this is just disgusting. It's made with eggs, hot dogs, spam, ham, and ke- ham! ketchup is added to the fried rice and it comes out red. Ugh. I think those types of meat are <laughs> are left over from when the Americans were stationed in the Vietnam during war. Personally, I love it and still sometimes make it at home. That's disgusting. Well, you just enjoy it yourself and don't share. I studied abroad in Argentina, and there were a chain of pizzerias called Kentucky Pizza. <laughs> their, their pizza was actually kind of good, but I thought it was funny, as Kentucky is, doesn't have a reputation for extra delicious pizza the last time that I checked. Fried chicken. My favorite thing was when I took a trip across Europe, we stopped at KFC, and they, mm. asked, they asked where I was from in the U.S., and I told them Kentucky, and they lost their shit. They wanted to see my ID. When I showed them I was, in fact, from Kentucky, they gave me a bunch of free biscuits. I don't Fuck know... Fuck that. Give me chicken. I don't know why they reacted that way, but it doesn't matter. I got biscuits. <laughs> I am with this person 100%. It doesn't matter. I got biscuits. Just grab them in the biscuits. <laughs> Get those biscuits and run. Humpty says, grab them in the biscuits. <laughs> A Tex-Mex plate in Germany consists of tortilla chips, <laughs> mozzarella sticks, chicken nuggets, Yum. hot wings, country potatoes, and potato wedges. I, I see nothing wrong with this Tex-Mex. Yeah. I see nothing wrong with it at oh, all. Oh, that sounds good. 
I'm I'm with you, Germany. Woo! On, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so just, far, just on this one. Just so we're clear on this. Just saying. Japanese pizza has corn all over it because corn is considered American, and what's more American than corn and pizza? That's seeing your corn later on. That's that's even grosser. <laughs> Barcelona advertised an American pizza that had hot dogs on it, not cut up hot dog slices, but whole hot dogs covering the entire pizza. Wieners. Oh, <laughs> sausages. <laughs> I just got back from backpacking Europe for six weeks. And I saw some amazing things, but my favorite was an Italian guy asking me if Californians were afraid of the ocean because of all the sharks. I was like, why do you think we have so many sharks? And his response was, Shark Week. (laughs) Well, I just heard today that um, they're celebrating the start of Jaws. Nice. I think it was like this date back when long time ago, many moon pies ago. When the first one came out? Nice. Da-da, 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 <laughs> I should have worn my John shirt today. We both should have. I should have my John shirt. I went to a Captain America themed restaurant in Dublin, and now I officially must go to Dublin. <laughs> a Captain America themed restaurant? Are you shitting me? That's awesome. Uh, they brought me raspberry jam to dip my mozzarella sticks in. Oh my god. Oh. <sighs> That's disgusting. Did they just did they see a movie and they were just like, it's red. Just give them jam. <laughs> Gross. When I went to Mexico, I ordered a hamburger USA <laughs> and expected hamburger. <laughs> well, it's just it's like stretched out hamburger USA and expected an American hamburger. I did not expect a steak covered in ketchup and french fries wrapped in bacon. This is not too bad. I was going to say, that's not hideous. That's At least I didn't put corn on it. At the same time, it's not really a hamburger. but It is not a hamburger at all. So they need to change. They it's never to- a burger when you don't got the buns. Ha, buns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kills me about Europe? I love ice cubes. If you ask for water... You get room temp water with three ice cubes in it. Milk is room temperature. Gross. However, Germany knows how to throw down on morning pork. <laughs> <laughs> because they love sausages. They're a sausage-based country. Yes. They'd throw it in a fucking sausage casing and put it on your plate. Eat this. That's Germany for you. Yeah. In France, you can get a sandwich called the American, which is basically a baguette stuffed with hamburger meat and french fries. Hmm. Um, Throw some cheese in there. I'm 100% okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% okay with this. I shouldn't be. Make some cheese in there. We'll talk. Uh, this uh, That same person actually said, I tried it. It's actually delicious. Hmm. <laughs> I had an American-style pizza in Pisa. It was covered in slices of Velveeta. <laughs> oh, my God. That's gross. Uh, nothing makes me more skeevish than, like, orange cheese. <laughs> A study abroad in Seoul, we all went out and got nachos. Instead of having salsa and sour cream on the top to the side, it was actually ketchup and mayonnaise. Oh my god. That's fucking nasty. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I spent two years in Brazil, and these were my favorite American-style creations. An American sandwich, a double-decker ham spread with tons of mayonnaise, an American burger, Cheeseburger with a split sausage on it and tons of mayonnaise. 
American-style fries, cheese, and mayonnaise. What the fuck is up with all the mayonnaise? Uh, American ice cream, peanut butter flavored. At least they didn't put mayonnaise Reese's. in it. Yeah. Mm. American pizza, tomato mayonnaise sauce, and sliced hard-boiled eggs and potato chips smothered in cheese. That's disgusting. That sounds like stuff that frat boys would make up at yeah. college. American style beans, chili con carne beans. Oh, you got the shits. Yeah. Oh my god. I asked the Brazilians where the notion came from, and it turns out that almost every time you see an American family cooking or opening a fridge in the movies, there's a jar of mayonnaise front and center. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, just a couple more of these. I got American pizza while visiting friends in Munich. A bunch of vegetables, sausage, and corn. Here we go again with the corn. Corn. I hope you enjoy your corn this <laughs> for the A lot July. of people do on this list. I currently live in Finland. Here they have American sauce, and it turns out it's just ranch dressing. Oh, so we went from ketchup to ranch dressing. Yeah. They also don't have chicken sandwiches, only burgers. They are usually uh, pretty vague. Sometimes it's chicken, sometimes it's beef. You never know what to expect. I ordered a New York-style burger, and it came with three chicken patties loaded with a pickle sauce. Take out the pickle sauce, and maybe I'll have the patties. When I was in London... Okay, London has horrible food. When I was in London, my friend ordered a grilled cheese for his son. That's exactly what he got. A piece of cheese grilled on the plate. Gross. <laughs> I know better now. It's called a toasty. <laughs> Can I get my toasty to go, please? <laughs> it's called a toasty. When I was an exchange student in South Korea, my first meal upon arrival was a large chunk of ham. Ham! Between what we would call hamburger buns. My host family was trying to accommodate my American taste with what they told me was a hamburger. I flattened the sandwich and ate it. Wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I like their spirit. They're like, I was I'm gonna... hungry enough. I know. When I stayed in China, my host family really tried to make an American-style breakfast. They got slightly more ridiculous each day. But I tried to stay polite and eat as much as I could because I was only with them for a week. This was my going-away breakfast. Two different breakfast pastries, a piece of chocolate cake, a hard-boiled egg, two pieces of sushi, two pieces, two pieces of sashimi. Oh, hell no! Some kind of fruit? If you have to ask, I don't know. Two different bowls of vegetables and some rice. No corn? <laughs> no corn, bitch. <laughs> My friend was in South America and Smoky, ordered... Smokey, you been eating corn, huh? My friend, was in... My friend was in South America and ordered nachos. He basically got Doritos and hamburger meat. <laughs> a friend of mine went to Japan and was staying with a host family. The host wanted to make the Americans feel welcome, so they made an American-style sushi... It was bologna, mayo, and cheese wrapped in sushi rice. <laughs> I never eat sushi, so. Uh, I don't eat anything raw. Yep. And I don't eat seafood, so you cook that shit. You put uh, it near I'll, me. I'll have lobster. Yeah. I was in Australia on the 4th of July. Hey, it's this coming Yay! week. Yay! Celebrate! And went to an American 4th of July celebration. It was baseball, hot dogs, Budweiser, and a Jeep show. They came pretty close. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty close. Nice. When I wanted to buy peanut butter in Germany, the only brand, uh, they only had one brand, and I've never heard of it. Jeff! 
The jar had an American flag and a Statue of Liberty on it. <laughs> you know what? You're going to sit down and enjoy your America butter. <laughs> enjoy your Liberty butter. <laughs> Get to it. Uh, in Jap- Peanut butter freedom. In Japan, all-you-can-eat buffets are called Viking style because that's how Vikings roll. <laughs> and the last one, once I was in Switzerland on the 4th of July. 4th of July, woo! <laughs> And the main news channel, they were celebrating the American holiday by doing American things. So like they de- what? I will tell you. So they decided to make the world's largest cheeseburger, Ooh. watch people dressed as cowboys ride horses in a circle, and bring on an American country music band. They got to shoot guns in the air, too? The band was a bunch of German guys dressed like cowboys, and the song was mostly in German, but I understood the words cowboy and lasso. <laughs> I got the gist. Their name, I imagine, was made in an attempt to personify quintessential America in one word, barbecue. <laughs> the band's name was Barbecue. That's adorable. In Berlin, I was uh, in an American-themed restaurant called White Trash Fast Food. It was a sit-down restaurant that served your typical American diner food. Think Red Robin or TGI Fridays. Mm. The menu was littered with profanity. (laughs) Instead of French fries, it was fuck you fries. (laughs) One menu item was a cheeseburger with onions and a fried egg, and the only description was, it'll make your fart smell nasty in the morning, (laughs) but it's fucking delicious. (laughs) I want to see this menu. I want to go up to the counter and say, I want some fuck you fries. Uh, I all right. Anybody, if we have any listeners in Berlin, I want the white trash fast food menu. I will. And how can they send that to you? They could email us a copy of it <laughs> at uh, the word hashtag just saying podcast at gmail dot com. Um, I have no address I can give you, but you can certainly uh, email us a copy. I'd love to see it. Or send it to us by email on Facebook. Oh, yeah, we're also on Instagram and the Facebook. Yeah, the FB thing, yeah. Yeah, the Facebook. So that, I was like, oh, that's some American stuff. We yeah. Got, we got America. Woo, holiday. Come Fuck on. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, fries. Fuck you, fries. Yum. <laughs> Fuck you, fries. I'm just, that floored me. <laughs> I want to order those. I want to order some fuck you fries. <laughs> So now, no. we we march into the the eight cool eighties stuff. Yay! Because we love the eighties. That we do. So, Sean has Adam. something. I'm sorry, and it's right there. Adam, <laughs> a aka Adam, has a, Adam aka Sean. What what do we have you? <laughs> I'm just gonna look at you and go you. I uh, put together a list of 80 singers slash groups. Where the hell are they now? Oh, goodness gracious. Great balls of fire. Where have you been? <laughs> Where have you been all my life? <laughs> First one, Twisted Sister. Dee Snyder. We're not going to take it. Is the only one from that band that I know. It's Dee Snyder and other people. <laughs> it's like, wham, for me. <laughs> Andrew Ridgely! That's the other guy! Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'll never remember that. I tell him every show. Every show he forgets. Yep. 
You have to go back to listen to my sh- the show like two or three times during the week in my car. Yeah. I still don't remember Andrew. <laughs> Poor Andrew. Who does? <laughs> anyway, Twisted Sister. The year was 1984. Ooh. Hairspray was in the air as glam metal oh, bands oh, oh, oh. like Twisted Sister dominated the rock airwaves. The group is best remembered for the goofball antics and displayed in their videos like the hit song, We're Not Gonna Take It, which I just sang. You did? But by 1988, the metal world had moved on to raw rock and roll trash bands like Guns N' Roses and no longer had any time for Twisted Sister. The band responded by promptly breaking up in 1998. Twisted Sister reunited. And it feels so good! (laughs) And the group still plays shows today, but without their makeup. Oh, that's like Kiss. <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> Meanwhile, dynamic frontman Dee Snyder has kept himself uh, quite busy performing in Rock of Ages on Broadway and starring in the A&E reality TV show Growing Up Twisted. Snyder is hoping uh, for a 2012 appearance on ABC's Celebrity Wires Snap Swap. So that probably happened. <laughs> so that probably happened. That was only six years ago when this <laughs> stupid article was done. I didn't catch that when I did the cut and paste. That's okay. There's going to be a lot of that in this. There might be. <laughs> and Celebrity Apprentice. And he says, uh, part of the plan is the gang's gang. A bug is fucking in my face. <laughs> <laughs> bug. Bugging me. Plan is to gain exposure for his charity, Bikers for Babies, as well as himself. I actually saw it. I saw the bug. <laughs> well, tell him to go away. I can't. Dee also attends signing conventions and comic cons uh, these days, too. Bug? I'm trying to put myself out. <laughs> I'm hitting my own tits. <laughs> bong, bong. Anyway. Next is Frankie Goes to Hollywood. <gasps> he went to Hollywood. Yep. To relax. To relax and don't do it. That's all right. Hold on, one quick. That's my issue. Like that song. That's a, that was a big song in the eighties. And they say relax, don't, don't do, do it. it. So it's like they're telling you just to relax, don't do it, just don't do it. And never tell us what it is. It is. <laughs> Asshole. I know you're telling me not to do something, but I don't know what it is you don't want me to do. Whatever you're gonna do that you think you shouldn't do, then don't do it. <laughs> do you think you should do that? You shouldn't do it. <laughs> Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> this 80s gem was off to a slow start, but gained notoriety when it was famously banned in the BBC in 1984 for its obscene content. Ooh. A few years later in 87, more Your controversy. <laughs> more controversy uh, surrounding Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Frontman Holly Johnson left the group, causing an intense legal battle over his solo mm. career. Johnson's been a solo artist since 89. His album Soul, Soul Stream hit stores in 99. That was the last thing he did. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, well. But that's the last thing that the article said. Yes. For stuff like this, because it says, where are they now? Yeah. I went to Wikipedia. Oh, okay. And I got uh, some little updated shit. Oh, Sean did extra work. Yes. <laughs> let's have it. Uh, let's see. May 2014, Johnson announced his first UK solo tour named Dancing with No Fear. The seven-day tour, seven-day tour, 
was preceded proceed <laughs> by a new solo album released on September fifteenth. The album titled Your Peer. Yeah. Your Peer. Yes. <laughs> was preceded by a lead single, <laughs> Follow Your Heart. Where the <laughs> get the fuck out of here? The bug is crazy. You got a whole house to fly around. He's flying around us right now. Well, because we're the shit. <laughs> Uh, the second single from the album, In and Out of Love, was released on... <laughs> <laughs> you guys gotta watch the video for this part. <laughs> it's pissing me off! <laughs> I think he just flew over towards the light. Good! Go to the light! Go to the light! Get out the door! Oh, Bastard. The, now the dog's like, are you guys yelling at me? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> second single... In and Out of Love was re- released on September 4th, 2014, with a special pop promo directed by Chris Shepard. In October 2014, Europa. Europa entered the UK album chart at number 63, becoming Johnson's first album in the chart in the UK since his debut, Blast. In December 2014, Johnson released a live album, only available as a merchandise during the tour and his website titled Unleashed from Pleasure Dome. Oh. That sounds a little X-rated. <laughs> in 2015, Johnson co-wrote a song with Gary Barlow for the film Eddie the Eagle. The song uh, Ascension was released March 16th, March 2016th. 20- 2016th? <laughs> yes, 2016th. Fuck it. <laughs> Give me some fuck you fries while I'm at it. This March weather. As <laughs> <laughs> a focus track for the album Fly. <laughs> it appears on the end credits of the film. Oh boy! Next one, Bobby McFerrin. Don't worry. Ooh. Be happy. <laughs> Give me a drum beat. Uh, don't worry, be happy. It, it took until the late 1980s, 1988 to be exact, for this hit to surface. But don't worry, be happy. Put McFerrin on the map. Ooh. Unfortunately, it seems that. <laughs> After the song, McFerrin would never escape the veil of his 80s hit. The New Yorker is actually a 10-time Grammy Award-winning artist for his work in the 80s. McFerrin moved away from his feel-good pop stardom to dabble in classical music with the St. Pale Chamber Orchestra in the early 90s. Now he conducts orchestras that include the world-renowned New York Philharmonic. He's still the music in the... That's 2016th. That's all, folks. He's still in the music business, performing solo and conducting. Yes. <laughs> like I said it like I agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> conducting, I agree. <sighs> Dead or alive? Dead. <laughs> well, that's how you call in the work. <laughs> can't come into work. I'm calling in dead. <laughs> I'm calling in dead today. Mm. You spin me round like a record. Right round. <laughs> like a record. You know your 80s hits when a success when it's been re-released three times in its original version. It also has been remade by popular artists numerous times. Dead or Alive's 80s hit continues to spin audiences around um, with... 
I think she's trying to sing the song. Now. Round, With round, the, round. <laughs> like a regular baby round. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Thalia's. Thalia's. Yeah. Two two thousand two <clears throat> recording. Jessica Simpson's two thousand six version, and much more explicit yet popular rendition by Flo Rider in two thousand nine. Pete Burns was the face and vocalist of Dead or Alive. British group that gained notoriety in the 80s. Mm. Speaking of his face. <laughs> Speaking of your face. Burns openly attributes his ever-changing <laughs> looks to cosmetic surgery. His individual style hasn't changed much in two decades. In 2006, he starred in Celebrity Big Brother. His latest TV appearance was the documentary 50 Greatest Great Plastic Surgery Shockers in 2010. Oh, dear. What a shocker. <gasps> Oh, dear. Now we move on to Tony Basil. Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. It's not about Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Tell you What's that up, right Mickey? Now. What's up? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs> oh, I did too much cocaine. No, you didn't do enough. <laughs> Tony Basil, Mickey, in 1982. Tony Basil wanted the world to know just how fine she thought Mickey was. Her we song... never got to find out how fine Mickey was. He wasn't in the video. We just no. heard her cheerleading like a widow. Yep. <laughs> um, her song became a multi-million selling hit across the world. Basil played tribute to cheerleading dance routines everywhere. And she actually donned her very own uniform from Las mm. Vegas High School. Which explains the LV high on her... Uh, I guess. Outfit. The success of her iconic song and cheerleading outfit were never matched again by Basil. She released a second self-titled album in E3, but never again topped the charts with her singles. Before and after mm-hmm. her hit song, she appeared in small roles on TV and movie screens. She continues her work in choreography, working in recent years with Tina Turner and Bette Miller. So I'm guessing when they did this, recent years with Tina Turner and Bette Miller was probably in the 80s. <laughs> Maybe 90s. I don't know. But what I do remember is, I, when I was younger, I did think that Tony Basil looked hot in that outfit. Her face scared me. Oh, yeah. She She had this look on her face like she's... It was the makeup. Either going to kill you or she's dead or <laughs> back from the dead. Psycho girl. <laughs> but I thought she looked Psycho hot in the outfit, killer. though. Use cause kid. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Rob Bass. Oh, Rob Bass. DJ Easy Rock. Yep. It takes two. One of them is dead, so I guess it's only one. See? That goes with what I was telling you earlier. Ah, sorry. (laughs) Spoiler alert. This hip-hop duo from (laughs) Harlem hit it big with their funky dance hit, It Takes Two. To make a thing go right. (laughs) They quickly followed up with an album of the same title, which went platinum. I swear to God, I thought you were going to say they quickly followed it up with it takes two to make it out of sight. <laughs> Could have been. <clears throat> Rob Bass pursued a solo career debuting The Incredible Bass. The duo even put out a reunion album, Break of Dawn, in 94. To the break of break of dawn. But nothing since has topped the success of It Takes Two. In 2008, their song It Takes Two was ranked number 37 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. Back when VH1 was also the other station where you watched music videos. Ah, uh, yes. 
before they followed MTV and started putting stupid shitty shows on. They had a lot of videos and they had a lot of lists. Yep. <laughs> and they had Behind the Music. Oh, I loved Behind the Music. I did music. too. Uh, August, fir- August 1st, 2015, Rob Bass returned to the stage and played a private party in uh, New York. Doesn't say if it was upstate or not. On June 1st, 2017, Rob Bass performed at the halftime show for the opening game of the 2017 mm. NBA Finals. Uh, April t- 2017 to present, uh, performer on the I Love the 90s, which was another good show. Yes. The party continues tour with TLC, Naughty by Nature, ah. Black Street. Montel Jordan, Cisco, Sugar Ray's <laughs> Mark McGrath, Snap, and CNC Music Factory with Freedom Williams. That is a lineup. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> no, was he, Sean? Was he? I don't know. He could have been. He might have. I thought he was everywhere. I don't know. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's there, Spirit. John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire, Amanda Motion. Nice. Another song tied to an 80s movie giant is St. Elmo's Fire. Well, no shit. Hmm. That goes with the song. During the 80s, Parr worked a little with Meatloaf. He worked with him. He didn't eat him. But it was his solo success with the song that earned him a Grammy nomination. And in 2007, Parr toured with rock great Brian Adams. The next year, he toured with Journey. Still very much into the music scene, Parr announced that he will be releasing his latest album, Letter to America, halfway through 2011. <laughs> so seven years ago is his latest album, according to this. Yes. After a year of travel in 2017 into 2018, John returned to the studio to begin work on his seventh album and to do some shows close to his heart, namely the BBC Tracks of My Years with Ken Bruce. Story behind the song from the BBC, one show anchored by Carrie, Giant, Carrie Grant and ah! Foreigner's 40th Anniversary Tour, accumulating at the Albert Hall and as special guest for Jeff Beck. John Parr, actually, aside from uh, actually, actually aside from uh, the San Elmo's Fire, Man in Motion, he had another good song called Naughty Naughty, and it is a good song. Sounds naughty. It is very naughty. Ooh. He's talking about driving with a girl, hey, and he's, he's talking about driving with a girl, and... And? Oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's what he wanted to do. But um bum cheap. Skeet skeet. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, hands are on thighs. Mm. Eyes are wide open. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Just saying. Hands on thighs. Moving them up and down. <laughs> Caressing that thigh. What? Next. Oh. Fuck. I was getting into this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Flock of seagulls. They ran. They ran so, so far away. From the wild haircuts to the music video set, covered in aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> so the aliens couldn't read their minds? What yep. the fuck? <laughs> Everything Flock of Seagulls was new wave. Success of the single and Mike Score's distinguishable Flock of Seagulls hair. Had both lived on well past the 80s. Daisy, come on. After hitting it big with this one-hit wonder, the band released Listen and then Dream Come True. But unfortunately, the dreams of further success fell Daisy. short, breaking up the band. There you go. In 2002, 
The famous single was used in the official soundtrack for Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yes, it was. Though the band reunited in 2004 for the VH1's Bands Reunited. Well, that makes sense. And it feels so good. (laughs) The original band is no more. Mike Scott tours as Flock of Seagulls with these days, but with new, new group members. I hate when people do that. And without his infamous hairstyle. Oh. So it just sounds like it's not worth going to see anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, just stay home. Just stay home. Watch the original video on YouTube. Cutting crew. I just just died in your arms tonight. Must have been something to say. (laughs) Uh, The lead singer's dead. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So guess what they're doing. Not a damn thing. That's right. (laughs) A relatively unknown band before their hopelessly romantic single, I Just Died in Your Arms. Cutting crew gained variety with their number one hit. But life at the top of the charts didn't last long. Well, they normally don't do. No, they don't. Oh, that song, um, Rock Superstar by Cypress Hill. Yep. So the, you want to be a rock superstar. <laughs> uh, one of the guys um, talks a little verse saying uh, a single don't last long. No. So he's telling you to save your money, man. Save your money. Single don't last long. Well, it's true. <laughs> but life at the top of the charts didn't last long, which is how the story goes for any true 80s one-hit wonder. However, Ooh. yeah, another love song single, I've Been In Love Before, did hit a few top 10 spots on the Billboard charts that decade. By 92, when they released their third album, uh, Compass Mentis, Cutting Crew failed the chart. Since his power ballad days, frontman Nick Van Eddy continued to write and produce for other musical artists, including Cher. In 2005, <laughs> In 2005, the group reunited to release their newest album, uh, Grinning Souls. In October 2015, the cutting crew has released their fifth studio album, Add to Favorites. It features Till the Money Runs Out, mm-hmm. which was released as the first single on September 4th, 2015. The band line now includes guitarist Gareth Moulton, Jules Dunk- Dunkley, bassist Nick Kay, keyboardist John O'Harrison, drummer Martin Barker, and the Blackjack Horns. Um... The band embarked on a UK tour shortly after its release. Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up. Never gonna let you down. <laughs> never gonna run around. Now, if you haven't seen the video for that. Oh my God. Get out of the basement and go watch <laughs> that video. It is gold. Plus the fact of that song and that video at the time. Yeah. You hear his voice and you think he's like a 40-year-old guy singing. Yeah. But at the time, I think he was like in his 20s. Oh, yeah. It was, was kind of hilarious. And I'm sure a lot of people were like, <laughs> well, really? Then they, then they had the whole, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be in your thing, probably, I assume so. But they had the whole thing called Rick Rolling, which is where you have you send somebody a link and you're like, hey, check out this recipe. <laughs> and it's fucking a Rick Astley video. <laughs> Never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Yeah. Never gonna give you up. Is apparently never going to give up. <laughs> Good. Stay strong, Mr. The, Astley. The art of Rick Rolling. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> a phenomenon that took interest internet pranks to a whole new level in the late 2000s. Brought new freshness to Rick Astley's 1980 hit. But it's not all good news for Ashley. 
The Register reports that Singer has received a measly $12 in YouTube royalties, despite having 39 million hits. See? YouTube is a dick. He said that. He said that. He said that. I did. In April 2016, Ashley released Kept Singing from his forthcoming album, 50. Interviewed by Amanda Holden on the Lorraine Show on April 7th, Astley explained that, that it was turning 50, which had prompted him to release the single. It was a big milestone. I got back in the studio, and friends were telling me the material I was working on was pretty good. Two friends. <laughs> Just two friends. That's all you need. <laughs> so I decided to go for it. Hey, go for it. On May 31st. Relax, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> On May 31st, the release day of Astley's 50 was revealed to be June 10th, 2016. The album reached number one on the official UK album sales charts in the week of June 17th, 2016 to June 23rd, 2016. June 1st, 2018, because I tried to find something more freaking closer to now. Astley posted a video on Twitter announcing his upcoming album, Beautiful Life, set for release on July 20th. That's next month. Hey, that's in a few weeks, folks. You yeah. can get Rick new shit. <laughs> Relax. Go do it. <laughs> Astley also released a single of the same name and is also doing a tour uh, titled Hashtag Beautiful Life Tour. Hashtag just saying. Yeah. Oh, we should double up. Yes. And tickets were... Relax. Fl- come do it. <laughs> And tickets were first available for purchase to anyone who pre-ordered the album. Oh. And what's next? I don't know. I can't see. Aha. Aha! Take on me. Take, Take on me. me. <laughs> the States over was overcome by a Norwegian sensation, Aha, in 1985, Aha. with the release of their hit, Take on Me. Much of the success of the song is a tribute to the pencil sketch animation of the video, and in 19, fast forward <laughs> fucking quickly here, a DeLorean. 1999, punk band Real Big Fish covered Take On Me, shedding new light on the single. Uh, Morton Harkett lent his new age vocals to the song that made Aha, a first Norwegian band uh, to hit number one in the States. After a four-year hiatus, see, I got that one. the band reconnected in 1998 and continued the tour across the world the band officially broke up in 2010 after their last album food uh, oh see i didn't get that one foot of the mountain food of the mountain i like (laughs) food of the mountain better well that sounds like something weird al would make (laughs) all right on may 3rd 2016 all right we're with you uh, Aha gave a multimedia performance in collaboration with Void uh, at a design studio. Stereoscopic VR experience was made available for Android users directly through a YouTube app and also made available for iPhone users and other platforms. Concept involved several motion detectors that reacted to the band's movements, voices, and instruments. 3D cameras, tw- 20,000 lines of code, 1,000 square meters of projection film, and massive projectors were set up as a visual show that turned the Spectrum Arena into also a light installation and visual... Jesus! Relax! Visual. Don't do it! Don't do it! 
visual experience unfolded live for the audience instead of a pre-programmed sequence. Yay, I'm done. Wow. Ugh. Oh, lordy. Eddie Grant. We're going to rock down to Electric, electric Avenue. Avenue. And then we'll take it higher. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> Eddie Grant not only rocked on the Electric Avenue, but he also rocked in the charts in the 80s. Since topping the charts, Grant's been constantly producing albums. Many of his songs, like Give Me Hope, Joanna, have political undertones. This one specifically dealing uh, with the part heath in South America. Most recently, Grant set up Ice Records in Barbados, producing fusions in Caribbean music forms. Word. Yep. Hmm. Going on to Thomas Dolby. Science! <laughs> she, she blinded, blinded me, me with science! science. Do, do, do. I also know him from Howard the Duck. Oh, okay. He worked on the songs and Leah Thompson and the group for the, uh, the movie. She blinded me with science! If you thought the rest of the 80s songs were funky, then Thomas Dolby's science hit was just science. straight up... Just straight up weird. <laughs> Dolby also worked on the music to the movie Howard the Duck, as I just mentioned, in 1986... Dolby still he still performs his 80s hits as well as produces new music. He's caught up with the times, and in 2012 he performed at Moogfest and was the recipient of the Moog Innovation Award, which celebrates pioneering artists whose gender-defying works amplifies the bold, innovative spirit of Bob Moog. Moog is a synthesizer, by the way. Just in case anybody's like, "What the who the fuck is this guy?" Synthesizer. Synth. <laughs> Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Um, well, he had a lot of hits, so I don't know. Why wedding? Why wedding? Start again. Start again. <laughs> okay. Why wedding? Start again. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, little sister. What have you done? <laughs> Do you remember this 80s classic? Sure, everyone knows Billy Idol. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you remember Billy Idol. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the one hit that 80s cover bands just can't get enough of. <sighs> Things died out for Idol after he ruled the 80s and early 90s with Billy Idol, Rebel Yell, and Whiplash Where Smile. I was. Idol's lyrics from this hit It's nice day to start again. Became an anthem for his 2005 return to the scene with Devil's Playground. <clears throat> I was still touring these days, as well as popping up in movies as himself. He rescued Drew Barrymore's Julia Airborne in The Wedding Singer and showed up to Bam Margera's mom party on Viva La Bam. Never heard of it. Oh, it was a. He's one of those jackass guys from the Jackass show. Oh. So, yeah. It was one of those MTV shows he stated quote with all of these great heavyweight and cool bands playing download this year that doesn't make sense i'm going to have to come armed with my punk rock attitude hmm. steve stevens and all of my classic songs plus a couple of way out covers should be fun <laughs> in march 2010 i hmm. added camp freddy guitarist billy Hmm. Morrison and drama Jeremy Colson to his torn lineup. Oh, hooray. 
In 2012, I don't appear, appear on the third episode of the BBC4 series, How the Brits Rocked America. Gently. <laughs> I don't release this in they studio. They rocked us ever so gently. <laughs> I don't release this in studio album, Kings and Queens of the Underground. In October 2014, uh, while. <laughs> Start again! Okay! We uh, recorded the album between 2010 and 2014. He worked with producer Trevor Horn. Horn's former Buggles and Yes bandmate Jeff Dowes and Greg Kirsten. Idol's autobiography entitled Dancing with Myself. Uh 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 oh. Dancing with Myself. was published on October 7th, 2014. Dancing with Myself. Uh 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 uh. Alright, we got one more. We got one left. Yep. Let's do it. Culture Club. Come, 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 at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and uh, Instagram. And Hashtag when, just saying. And when we sing like this in the car, when we do our uh, location shoots, we sound better than this. We do. <laughs> I don't know why we're so off tonight. It's well, for me, it's reading all this. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's like, damn. Yeah. I do a lot. Come a chameleon. The- you come and go. <laughs> The only and one Boy George sang his heart out in the 80s. To match his interesting looks is, of course, his soulful voice, which gave way to hits like Comic Chameleon. The album that housed the classic was Color by Numbers by Culture Club, and it quickly shot to the top of the charts. But things crashed and burned for the (laughs) hit group. Relax! Don't do it! (laughs) Namely, Boy George's drug use and... Yeah. Intimate relationship with band member Moss, as well as solo careers, were noted for the demise. In 1998, Culture Club reunited for a few performances. And then in 2014, the band reformed and announced a tour and new album. A new picture of the four members were also posted on the band's official website, along with the list of the 11 UK concert dates. Alison Moyet was to have been a special guest on the tour. The band traveled to Spain for a two-week two-week recording session. Mm-hmm. Eighteen mm-hmm. new tracks were completed for a new album, which good to them because I hate it when a new album comes out and they only have like ten to twelve songs. Yeah. CD can hold anywhere from sixteen to twenty-one. Yeah. So get with it and add more. Get with it. Get with it. Um. Produced. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> produced by Youth, who had previously worked with Paul McCartney. The Verb, and Embrace, amongst others. The new album, Entire Tribes, was scheduled for release in early 2015 on the band's own label, Different Man Music. At the end of that year, the album still haven't materialized. (laughs) Uh, Wow, okay. In mid-November 2014, two days before the start of the 21-date U.S. and U.K. tour, Culture Club announced that they had to cancel the tour due to George suffering from a serious throat condition. Uh, the canceled <laughs> tour 
would have represented full original lineup's first tour in 12 years. The North American tour was eventually rescheduled and started on July 17, 2015 in Canada. <laughs> A television documentary, Boy George and the Culture Club, comma, to Calamity, aired on BBC4 March... Comma, 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 <laughs> Calamity. You're fucking up. On BBC... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, March 6, 2015. <laughs> the program documented the band's reunion in 2014, making their new album in Spain, up to the announcement to the cancellation of the tour. Based on the popularity of 2015's mini tour, Culture Club began a 40-city summer tour in 2016, included dates in Australia, Japan, and the U.S. In August 2016, the band announced a album called Tribes was to be permanently shelved and offer refunds to all those who pre-ordered the album. Online. Well, fuck off. Relax. Don't get it. <laughs> Relax. Don't do it. Okay, real quick, just to close things out, we're talking 80s stuff. Yes, we are. There we go. This is rapid fire. All right, so you're going to have to listen fast. <laughs> listen faster than as fast as you possibly can. If you could bring back one thing from the 80s, what would it be? 80s. And here's his people's answers. <laughs> this is a poll. Here's the answers. Ready? Here we go. Want to hear it? Here we go. <laughs> yes. Absence of cell phones at concerts. Yes. My youth. Rock and yes. roll. Yes. Reduced traffic from the early uh, from the early 80s to now. The population in my city has roughly doubled, and it sucks. <laughs> yes. No, no mobile phones. Yes. Analog TV broadcast. Society. Yes. <laughs> People getting angry about stuff in real life instead of just posting on social media about it. Yes. The price of gasoline. Holy fuck yes. Oh, fuck yeah. Zinka, that colored sunscreen everyone would put on their noses at the beach. <laughs> Purple. <laughs> Orange. Uh, the price of gasoline. That, yes. I already said that, but that's okay because nope. we really mean it and it deserves to be on there twice. Back then it was like less than $2. Saturday morning cartoons and the time to watch them. Yes. Magic middles. They were the best cookie ever. I, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I didn't get them. Real arcades with real video games. Yes. The 1986 Toyo Corolla. <laughs> I can do without it. I can do without it. Actually, scary vampire movies. Even Actually. when the movie was a cast of kids, such as Monster Squad, the vampire <laughs> was always terrifying. Yeah. Shoulder pads, I think they look great. <laughs> 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 Casual cocaine. Why not? <laughs> Music videos, I like 80s music also, but the, yes. video, the videos were always very surprising. Yes. I like this one. Men's jeans. I want to see man tush. <laughs> <laughs> and the jeans these days are not cutting it. Amen, sister. The prices of things. Yes. Hair scrunchies. They may have been ugly, but they always held up my hair and never got tangled or ripped out of my head. Parachute pants, not the tight-fitting ones you see in odd <laughs> retrospective versions sold today. Yep. Uh, the ones more realistically seen on adolescents and teens, usually double A thick and baggy. Yep. Year-round availability of the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> I never got it, so I can't say. Punk rockers kicking Nazis in the head. Ouch. Nice. <laughs> How things were built. 80s uh, was the end of products that were heavily overbuilt, and every year since, quality has suffered. Pac-Man. Yeah. Ronald Reagan and Marge Margaret Thatcher kicking commie ass. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Better than Trump. Music on MTV. 
Yes. The job market. Huh? Dial up internet. Let's slow the world down. No, no, no. <laughs> My no. hair. <laughs> <laughs> I I've sympathized with that person. Kids playing outside. Yes. Video games. Qbert. Awesome. Pitfall. Oh, the best. Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Rapidly appreciating house prices. Okay. okay. Riding my bike around the neighborhood till the sun went down. Yeah. The fashion and Coke. <laughs> I don't know if they mean Coca-Cola or actual cocaine. I'll take Coca-Cola. I'm on board either way. <laughs> <laughs> um, riding my bike. I already said that one. We lived with no helmets while riding bikes. Yes. Having fun playing. Uh, having, having fun play equipment at school. Didn't have to be home until the streetlights came on, and most importantly, no electronic leash. Hmm. Cheap hookers in Las Vegas. Okay. <laughs> Kids being allowed to be self-sufficient without police showing up to arrest the parents. <laughs> Summer, outside at 8 a.m., play till lunch, eat lunch, go outside, roam for miles, be home before dinner, flashlight tag till 9, not a single adult around all day long. Nice. Uh, returning videotapes. <laughs> the heyday of the shopping mall. Yeah. Our, our earnestness. We legitimately thought we were going to feed Africa, cure muscular dystrophy, and save the world back then. And if we failed, well, we'll just live on rotating space stations. We are the world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So let's start giving. So let's start giving. I already told you weddings, parties, bar mitzvahs. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s was an era of anything is possible. Things weren't nearly as doom and gloom all the time. People were more positive and upbeat about our future. There's a choice we're taking. All the neon signs, that classic McDonald's packaging. All right. Styrofoam. When a game... I know, right? Burgers. Yeah, they were styrofoam. styrofoam. It was box. awesome. When a game system came out, I told my parents I wanted it and hoped Santa would bring it. Most <laughs> of the time, he would. My parents would... Just go to the store and buy it without having to contend with tons of a-hole scalpers camped out for days just buying it to resell. The helmet sears! <laughs> Getting on a plane without all the TSA drama and having a decent-sized seat. Yes! <laughs> you know, I haven't been on a plane since fifth grade. Partying with my friends all night, then getting up without a hangover. Like to party all the time, party all the time. Watching scrambled porn on cable. Unscramble that shit! <laughs> Remember... I not if you don't have the subscription, the HBO. If, if you, you like all snow. If you had the regular cable box, yeah, you take like a beer can or a soda can and you, and you cut it into like a little triangular type wedge. Yeah. You slide it in a certain spot in that box and move it around. You can unscramble it. Oh my God, Sean's hacks. That's amazing. No real need to do it today, but you don't need to do it. Then, back in the back in the day, that's how you unscramble a scrambled porn or. <laughs> whatever you want to watch incredible sitcom intro themes that actually explain the show yes <laughs> at least a minute and a half lawn darts okay yeah. okay high c ecto cooler yes the original the jc penny christmas catalog Ooh, a penny well they had the cs catalog too that was pretty cool that's what we like to look in um christmas yeah. time hell yeah <laughs> my unicorn trapper keeper Ah, Trapper Keepers, yes. Trapper Keepers was a shit. Yes. My jean jacket. Well, we I didn't have one, but yeah. We also okay. call them denim, but yeah. The messy game shows on TV. I dreamed of being on one. Oh, side note, Double Dare is coming back. Oh, good. Gabriel Iglesias is going to be on an episode. 
Okay. Yeah, he just posted the other day. Anyway. Mark Summers. An afternoon of 30-minute toy commercials every day after school. Ooh, yeah. Having water fights with super soakers on rollerblades. Ooh, the fun. I remember waking up on Saturday at the crack of dawn and watching the Flintstones while eating my body weight in cereal. Yeah, but have a Or jumping on my bike to go around to my friend's house to try to arrange a game of football. Or just fuck around. I wouldn't even phone the house phone. I would just try my luck. <laughs> I like that person. I'm just going to see if they're home. Just try your luck. Yeah. Magnavox boomboxes. Yeah, boomboxes. The variety and quality of music, even on Top Foley Radio. No need to dig deep to find good music back then. Real home stereo systems, ones that fill up an entire room and shatter your windows at full blast. Right, playing like Rum DMC and LL Cool J. Action movies, coming of age movies, movies that were just plain cheesy but fun to watch over and over. Movies shot on film with natural warm colors. Aw, warm. Aw, warm colors. Rotary dial phones, tape-based answering machines, not having to be responsible for social media porn on VHS or in magazines, school that looked a lot less like prison. You could drink beer and smoke at work. The 80s were great. Where were you working that you could smoke and drink beer? The smoking, I can see. The drinking beer? Uh. That's Prince Bros. Brian got fired. I honestly miss corded phones. I do not. You're on your own. Uh, the freedom to spend outside at all hours playing with friends. We would hop on our bikes and go wherever we want. Old school video games. Um, there you go. I personally miss the satisfying feeling of slamming the phone down after hanging it up <laughs> for an angry conversation. Yeah. No, Brittany, I do not have your blockbuster video card. How dare you call here and don't call here again. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> the video store. People no longer enjoy the thrill of a movie night, reading boxes of movies you knew nothing about, and selecting <laughs> something together. What I miss about the, uh, the video stores. Yeah. Uh, the one near me I used to go to all the time. Yeah. And uh, I would always ask for certain posters when they were done. Oh. And they would write my my uh, card number on the back of it and nice. give it to me when they were done. <laughs> Meeting someone at the gate in an airport. Oh. I didn't have bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you there. I yeah. Uh, Purple Source Rex Kool-Aid. Hmm. Definitely the music. Musicians were popular based on talent, not what they looked like. We're not gonna take it. He was an ugly bastard. Yeah, he's scary. Well, still is. I shouldn't say was. Commercials were less annoying. Nowadays, commercials use absurdism to get your attention, and it's off-putting. The media didn't glorify crime as much. DUI laws were more reasonable. Wheat bread wasn't popular yet. (laughs) (laughs) Wheat bread? That's his complaint. Wheat bread was no longer popular. Uh, fewer, far fewer tattoos and piercings. Tattoos were for bikers and sailors. Nobody dyed their hair on natural colors. Computers weren't a, a social activity. A lot of punk guys and girls dyed the hair like neon pink where, and I don't know where purple and green. I don't know where this person lives. Computers, computers weren't a social activity. If you were a computer hobbyist, you probably weren't terribly social. Adults acted like adults. They didn't collect Star Wars figurines or play video. Fuck you! Now well, I'm that offended. True. That was true. Now I'm offended. Yeah, I know. Parents back then didn't collect the shit that we do now. Yeah, I know. But it's because they were dumb. <laughs> well, Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> well, we're Toys R Us kids. Not anymore. They're closed today. Yeah. Toys R Us shut down today. Now everybody has to grow up. Well. I don't want to grow when I, up. When I saw that on the news today. When I saw that on the news today. The representatives of Toys R Us said. From 
bikes to <laughs> trains to video games. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs> um, their the last quote that they said was, "Don't ever grow up." Oh. Well, how the fuck are we not not supposed to grow up if you're not around? Yeah, I know. Go to Walmart and Target. I I can't be stupid there. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Uh, kids played outside for hours at a time. I used to cut yeah. long trails in the woods with my machete. You do that now, you end up in a foster home. <laughs> or you live with Jason Voorhees. <clears throat> Being a kid back then and not in the I was younger, but way more than uh, way more than that, kids were kids back then. If it was summer, you grabbed your BMX, you headed outside in the morning. Yeah. If you got hungry at lunch, you either came home or you went to your friend's house. If you got thirsty, you found a hose. <laughs> I love that. If you got thirsty, you found a hose. Yeah. Bitch. Uh, end of the day, you came home for dinner, and neither of your parents worried or cared where you were all day. Right. You were being a kid, and that's what kids did. Yes. My sticker collection. I forget what happened to it, but I was knee-deep in that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. A lot of people collected stickers. That was like a 7th, 8th grade thing. Leg warmers. Never had them. Well, I hope not. <laughs> if I did, something's wrong. Yeah, ColecoVision. Nice. That was cool. like that's like pre-Atari. Um, toys. Transformers Voltron. If you didn't manipulate the piece right, you would break it. It and it broke you. I can't tell you how many times I got a finger pinch just trying to transform Optimus Prime. <laughs> Also, super soakers, and I don't mean just the water guns. You could take super soakers to downtown and spray strangers with it. Yeah. People, people would freak out, but no one would accuse you of spraying them with chemicals. Hell, I remember when my aunt took my cousin and I to downtown Palm Springs, and we were spraying everyone. The cop walked over to our car at a red light, and we were freaking out. He asked for my super soaker, then proceeds to spray a bunch of teenagers who were in the back of a truck. Ha! <laughs> Afterwards, he gave it back and said, have fun. Could you pull that shit today? Hell no. The 80s were great. Yeah, I guess so. And the last thing, and which is good because we're very long on time. That's all right. The future was so bright, I had to wear shades. <laughs> nice. You really think this is bright? Hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, so that's the 80s. The past looks bright. Yeah. The past looks more fun. Yeah, well, I mean, people always look at nostalgia. Does anybody have a working DeLorean? <laughs> I want to go back now. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I know. I was, I was compiling um, that list um, from people's answers and stuff, and I was just sitting there going, oh, man. Remember, like, summers were so much more magical. It's like now summer is just, it's just another day, yeah. you know, because you got to work. And it's sad because it's like you, I see these kids and it's like they're they just want to be adults. I'm like, my God, Jeez. you don't realize, you don't even realize what you're what you're wishing for. Don't yeah. relax. Don't to, do it. Everybody wants to grow up so damn quick. <laughs> they do. It's sad. I'd rather go back to my teenage years when I was spending my summers um, working out, uh, playing basketball at the park because yeah. I dominated that park. I just like I'd be somewhere like halfway, like half court, and they pass me the ball, and they said throw it. I just throw it up in some funny way, and it would swish yeah. or off the backboard, or I'd be uh, swimming. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing any of that now. Nope. Well, life, I've been life, going to the gym, so life gets in the way. I'm in the process of trying to get my 
Ow, that was my D.H. Barbeck. You know what? Nope. I just want to wake up and not have things crack and hurt. <laughs> so well, Every time I stand <laughs> up, my knees go... Yeah. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed uh, to this week's show. Um, I saw the bug back. Uh, the bug is back. I'm sorry. Fucker. And um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will see you next week since I did all the horn at the beginning. Yep. I don't have to whore now. Relax. Don't do it. So I get to shut up now and Sean's got something to tell you. <laughs> have a good everything. <laughs>